You're listening to Radio MD. It's time to Ask Dr. Mike on Healthy Talk. Call or email to ask your questions now. Email Smith at RadioMD.com or call 877-711-5211. The lines are open. So I need more questions. They always seem to come in um, bunches. Um, I'll ask for questions. I'll get three or four a day for a couple weeks, and then it just drops off a little bit. So send me some more questions. Ask Dr. Mike Smith at Radio. MD.com. I always tell people you can be as vague as you want, specific as you want. You can give your name, not your name. It's up to you how you want to do it. Uh, but go ahead and send those in. Ask Dr. Mike Smith at RadioMD.com. All right, so I have a question here. Um, it says a subscriber listener uh, sent in a question to RadioMD. And then so they sent it on to me. I would like you, this is the, uh, the question, I would like you to direct me on the subject of alkaline reflux because I had an endoscopy that's a camera going down uh, your throat and your stomach and stuff that I have done recently and the gastroenterologist observed reflux of bile back into my stomach unfortunately in the related um, research I did about the existence of this illness I found very little and for how to handle it absolutely nothing and he says, thank you for your advice, your non-drug advice. He says, <laughs> I'm saying he, I don't know if it's a he. But anyways, non, non, he says, thank you for your non-drug advice. <laughs> All right, I will give you any drug advice. Well, there isn't any, really. Um, all right, so first of all, what is alkaline um, reflux? As he or she is asking in here, it's... it's it's um, instead of acid refluxing from your stomach into your esophagus, it's other juices like pancreatic juice and liver juice and gallbladder juice. They all kind of form in the um, first part of the small bowel called the duodenum. Um, and just like the, when the acid can reflux from your stomach up, all of those juices can reflux from your duodenum up. But instead of being acid, these juices are more alkaline. That's why it's called alkaline reflux versus acid reflux. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's all reflux. Uh, ultimately, if you, if you talk to experts in this, what they will tell you is alkaline reflux is simply just right, good old-fashioned gastroesophageal reflux disease. That's all it is. It's a weakened lower esophageal, um, I'm sorry, lower, yeah, lower esophageal sphincter muscle that allows all this stuff, whether it's acid to come up, whether it's these alkaline stuff like bile to come up, it's all the same thing. So you treat this according to the experts I spoke with just like GERDs. That's what you do. You treat it like GERDs. Um, and, and, and now, Obviously, the symptoms can be a little bit different if you, when you again talking to the experts, um, if it's if it's acid that's being refluxed up, that's the heartburn, and I think people are kind of a little bit more familiar with that. If it's alkaline, if it's more bile stuff, pancreatic juice, liver juices, uh, it tends to be just more like pressure in the chest. But at the end of the day, it's still reflux, and it needs to be treated like reflux. So, based on the recommendations of the experts, I would have to say I would I treat this like GERDs. Uh, I think the three best nutrients, since this person does not want drug advice, the three best nutrients are 
uh, a combination of zinc and carnosine. There's a, a, a Japanese company has a, a patented form of zinc carnosine, about 5 to 10 milligrams of that a day, licorice root, about 250 milligrams a day, and picoriza, which is a Himalayan herb, about 50 milligrams a day. Those three, in combination, are awesome for reflux disease, whether it's acid or alkaline. It helps to heal the the lining of the stomach and the esophagus and the uh, duodenum. Uh, the, uh, these nutrients lower inflammation from the reflux uh, and and help with symptoms too as well. So so there you go. I would I would treat this just like good old fashioned GERDs, even though it's an alkaline reflux versus an acidic one. Okay, next question. The stability. Oh, this is my friend Bart Taylor. <laughs> Bart sends me a question about once a week. It's awesome. I like Bart. Um, and so if you don't remember, Bart is a practicing physician assistant, and he's been doing working in that role for a long time. I think at one point I, I thought Bart was a student because uh, he, he was asking the types of questions that students do. Turns out Bart's been practicing for a long time, and the fact that he's still inquisitive like that is awesome. Keep it up, Bart. The stability of omega-3 fish oil is somewhat questionable. Okay, so this is a question obviously about the stability of fish oils, right? On one hand, you are told to keep fish oil in the refrigerator and not expose it to heat. On the other hand, salmon gets cooked at high heat and sits in a Tupperware exposed to the air for days in the fridge as a leftover. You would think that would completely oxidize the omega-3s. Do you think there's a lot of degradation of omega-3s in cooked salmon? Yeah, I do. So let's. I think I'm going to um, help Bart out here. I, the first question I want to ask is about the – or the first um, question I want to answer – is directly related to this idea that the stability of omega-3s are questionable. You know, that's true in one sense, Bart. If you take fish oil, okay, and, you know, just take oil from fish, fish oil, and just put it out in a, in a bowl and put it out on your counter, it's going to stink quickly. It's going to oxidize, get rancid. It's going to be disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> all fats are like that. Fats oxidize and they become rancid, whether it's from animal fish, even uh, plant protein. Uh, um, fats from plants can oxidize and become rancid. So all fats have a a um, a stability uh, question to it. That's why I think it's important when you take supplements of these things, like omega-3 supplements, you want to make sure you do a product that – has additional ingredients in it that preserve the freshness of the fats, of the omega fats. For instance, uh, the company I work for, Life Extension, um, we have an award-winning fish oil, and you know I don't promote that much. I'm going to go ahead and say uh, we add olive oil to it. Not only does the olive oil um, help to lower inflammation and protect the heart, um, it works well with the, the omega-3s to do that same thing. As a matter of fact, they work synergistically. Um, to lower inflammation and protect the heart. But the the olive oil has antioxidants in it that prevent the oxidation of the omega-3 fats. So it preserves them so they can have a shelf life. Matter of fact, you don't even have to put ours in the refrigerator. Um, 
So you want to look for if you know, especially if you're doing a supplement form of omega fats, you want to make sure that there's additional things in there that preserve uh, and prevent the oxidation of um, of the omegas. Now, as far as cooking, you know, if you're going to go to the food source, forget the supplement, go to the food source. Uh, as far as cooking the fish, sure. I mean, you you can think of cooking as a form of processing. You know, the minute you start to manipulate a food source that's processing and that is going to decrease some of the nutrient content of the food so so yeah if you have a uncooked salmon steak and you measure the omega-3 content of that versus after it's cooked it's going to decrease and i don't have a number i'm sure there's probably some nutritionists who listen to my my show who could give me a number 25 percent less 40% less omega-3 fats. But yeah, just Bart, think of cooking as processing. Um, but it's still good. You're still getting uh, a decent amount of omega-3s. Uh, but yeah, you're going to lose some. That's why I think supplementation of omegas are so important every day. Very important polyunsaturated fat for your brain, your heart, your immune system, for controlling inflammation. Um, the benefits are well established. Uh, and I think you should supplement. Just make sure you're doing a product that is preserving and preventing the oxidation of those omega-3 fats. That's the best way to approach it. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. <music> 